0: Hello, welcome to the show. Of Aussie tells all, and today I have Scott back for to discuss Washington State. Boise, stay. Welcome back to Aussie tells all, Scott.
1: Thank you very much, Aussie. I'm joining you from beautiful Sunnyside, Washington today.
0: That's fantastic.
1: <laughs> nice and sunny out there, I assume.
0: Nice and beautiful out it, there. Okay. It
1: is, and the the smoke is cleared, and we're uh, we're ready
0: to have a have a great uh, great afternoon here. That's fantastic. Um, so crazy game Saturday night in the, down in the Palouse. Uh, WC was down by 21 in the, in the fourth quarter. They tied up, and then they go to overtime. They win in overtime. Tell us about your thoughts. So thoughts on the game from last Saturday.
1: You know, the initial thoughts are you, you, you're immediately enthralled with the the outcome. You know, the, the whole the whole back and forth, and being able to to rally from being down 21. I think yeah, the the win probability index uh, indicated that when it was 30 31 to 10. Uh, with under ten minutes left in the fourth quarter, that Boise State had a ninety-nine point six percent chance of winning. And so, when you start to see, uh, and especially when you have Falk go down with an injury after being uh, replaced for his series by Halinski, and then of course the interception and whatnot, uh, mm-hmm. and you just start to you start to think that it's 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 over. And of course, uh, yeah. you know, getting a touchdown, getting a defensive score, and then uh, scoring with just less than two minutes left, uh, it was just uh, it was ecstatic. That's the, you know, that's in the, in the moment type of thinking. But uh, when you start to take a look back and you go, wow, you know, Luke Falk did not, he had one of his worst games of his entire WSU career. Uh, Not very Mm -hmm. effective, uh, not accurate, and um, didn't really, you know, wasn't really able to push the ball down the field. So, you you know, the offensive line didn't play all that well. The defense played well in spurts. Uh, The front uh, front four were great, but um, everybody else was kind of so-so. Uh, so there's lots of things to, to build upon, um, but the, the initial reaction was absolutely um, pandemonium.
0: <laughs> yeah, for some of us, anyway. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyways, uh, Mike Leach came out um, today, actually, um, said that Luke Falk is going to start the Saturday against Oregon State. So it's kind of surprising because uh, like he had a concussion. What do you think about um, that right now? Well, I I'd say if he's ready to go, he's got to be the guy. Uh,
1: Redshirt senior quarterback has has been through everything. He's, you know, an all-time an all-time uh Pac-12 great and you you got to keep going with him until until you absolutely can't, but uh health trumps all. So if he's if he's healthy, I uh, mm-hmm. I trust Leach to be able to deliver that uh uh that news to him if if he's healthy to go, then he's good. Uh if not, then you got to mm-hmm. sit it down and it's nice to know that you have yeah. Tyler Helinski That's uh, that's able to come in mm-hmm. and run the same offense too.
0: Because bright with teller looks like,
1: huh? I'm sorry, what was that? Because
0: bright with teller looks like from right yeah, off.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Well, and the nice thing is, is he's had a, he's had three years to really learn the offense. He's a red shirt sophomore, um, and he's he, he can he can you know make all the throws, and he can use his legs a little bit more than Luke can, and um, so yeah, you, you'd like to think that the future is bright for sure.
0: Um, also with Leach, I'm not sure if I heard it though, but uh, after the game on Saturday night, he said. Uh, the, the O line, I said, the offense was, I'll say, quote, constipated cows, constipated cows. And, um, also said the uh, O line was, uh, or, pe- or petty kickers or something like that. What do you think about those comments?
1: Yeah, I, I think he's absolutely right. Uh, you know, watching the, watching the replay of the game, you can see that they, we had no, no continuity running the ball. Um, we obviously gave up too many sacks and had three turnovers and, um, you know, some of that's on the quarterbacks and, and the, the receivers and the running backs, but a lot of it is on the offensive line. For as being as highly touted as they've been coming into the season, uh, with regard to their individual performances and scores from Pro Football Focus, you'd, you'd expect more from that line. So, um, I think it's definitely something that they need to build on, uh, knowing that they come from a, from an FCS opponent to uh, a pretty decent. Um, you know, mid-tier team, and now we get into mm-hmm. a little bit of Pac-12 action. Uh, Oregon State yeah. obviously has a lot of a lot of talented guys, but they haven't been able to put it together this year. So the offensive line has got to be better than they were last week. Sure thing. Um,
0: the first drive for Boise State it was It was pretty easy. They went up and down, like not like it was no one's business. So what do you think happened there on the first drive? Well, I think uh,
1: most times. Um, y- your your offense has a scripted you know r- running uh, running the same plays and they practice that uh, might be 10 15 even 20 plays and so once you stick to that script and you you notice tendencies in the defense that that's typically what it looks like so so a lot of times you see teams go out and score a touchdown on the first drive maybe second drive and then they kind of hit a little bit of a wall because the defense ad- adjusts you go to a more um, more rhythmic style play calling versus uh, what's on the what's on the play card so uh, Rippin, Rippin looked great until he got hit um, by Mata Afa, yep, yep. of course, to scoop and score. Oh. But, uh, yeah, that, yep. fir- that first drive looked pretty effort- effortless on Boise State's part.
0: Yeah. Now, Luke Falk, his first drive, he had a, he had a uh, in the end by the end zone, and then uh, the defense got him out with a touchdown. we you about those events as well. Uh, I missed the last part of that. The defense um, got the thumb ball for touchdowns. Yeah, and that was that was huge
1: for, for us because with Mata off a of force in the fumble and Robert Taylor who's a safety, uh, he's a senior, uh, recovered it um... You know, takes it back and just kind of keeps the momentum going our way. But yeah, I, I was really disappointed with that throw from Luke because he obviously left it behind the receiver. Um, not one of his best throws. And and as I've already said before, I, I honestly think that this was one of his one of Falk's worst games uh, that uh, as a starter. And you know, you see the you see the trend at the end of last year uh, with the last three games and uh, with Colorado, UW, and and uh, Minnesota, and then to come out and start. Oh, uh, he started pretty well in the in the in the first game, um, but then didn't really play this well this time. So you'd like to you'd like to think that the law of average is gonna come back and he's gonna be able to perform really well and hopefully he'll, uh, take advantage of that Oregon State defense this week. But uh yeah, big big time uh, big time plays by the defense for sure.
0: Sure thing. Now that first quarter, WSU got in the five red line, got first time go up the five, then they got three points out of the whole thing. How do you think about what do you think about that? How well, in obviously –
1: you know you'd like to you'd like to get it in the end zone and I think that's where the offensive line really comes through I mean you have guys that are just monsters in there and being uh, you know 320 350 pounds between uh, a couple of those guys and so you you'd like to think that when going up one on one against somebody that they're going to win those matchups and so you've got to be able to push the line of scrimmage and and quite frankly I'd like to see a little bit more uh, Gerard Wicks down in the uh, inside the 10 yard line because he's he's kind of the bulldozing back um and I think that he's probably the guy that can put his head down and, and churn turn out those yards. Uh so I, I'd like to see him get the ball a little bit more. And uh of course he did later in the game and, and scored on a one yarder, so that was pretty nice. Is he a fullback or a running back? No, he, he's a running back. He's just uh he's the biggest of the running backs and so the um okay. I believe he I believe he's between two twenty five and two thirty, um, about five ten. Mm-hmm. So he's he's a little more stocky, but he can do everything else that uh Morrow and uh and Williams can do, but I, I think that he's just being a bigger guy uh, is able to kind of uh, stomach uh, being in there with
0: the, with the hog mollies, if you will, a little bit more. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so two weeks ago, Luke Falk passes Connor Holiday for a stand record at WSU. And then this week, um, he passed him again, all-time yard yard leader. Um, thoughts on another, another, another uh, off on the belt for Luke Falk?
1: Another nuts in the belt for Luke Falk. Uh, I'm sure that he would tell you that he would have liked to have played better in this game. If he's going to set some records, it would have been nice uh, in front of a national audience and ESPN crowd to be able to put on a better show. But um, you know, it just goes to show his his the um, you know his his entire career he's been able to put up numbers, and and it's just uh, more of a of a sign that um, of his consistency. So uh, proud of him, and and hopefully a, a few more Pac-12 records uh, to go, and and then uh, and, and a really nice. Sweet bowl game, uh, and he'll be able to, to ride off into the sunset.
0: Yeah, most definitely. Um, Frankie Frankie Lulu, I think, what his name, um, knocked out Trippin in the first half with a concussion. After that happened, um, in my opinion, Boise State played a lot lot, lot, lot you know a lot with more passion and scored a lot more points. With that and out of the game, do you think that's a thing that sparked the, the, them to do better, or do you think just that's just
1: what happened. Well, I'm sure. Anytime you're you're leading uh, your, your quarterback, especially one who's been there in the program for three years, anytime that he goes down, I think everybody figures that they've got to step up and play a little bit better. I mean, Cozart came in and, and played well enough uh, to uh, to do well. I mean, he let, was their was their leader in rushing yards. I think he had 72 rushing yards to go along with 161 in the air. Um, so I think that he obviously stepped up his game, but you could see there was a little more fire and passion from Boise State just because uh, they were, you know, feeling like they their their backs against the wall. They're on the road already, and then they get uh, their leader knocked out, their starting quarterback knocked out. You better you better show up and strap on your your you know your chin strap. Uh, and I think uh, I think that's what they did. And I, I don't think WSU really responded very well to that. too. I mean, they they had uh, every opportunity to. Um, to make plays and, and just didn't overthrowing receivers and missing blocks and and uh, not putting uh, the not getting the receivers in space uh, really really kind of hurt. So, but yeah, I, it, it just to, just to say, Frankie Lubu played a, a heck of a game, and I think he's really mm-hmm. a, a benefactor of of uh, Hercules Mataafa. And I, I mentioned in our, our preseason mm-hmm. broadcast that I think that yeah. uh, other guys were going to benefit from from Mataafa and his performance, and and uh, I think that's what you saw to him. Um, and, uh, some of the, uh, Nandi Aguayo had another, uh, sack as well. So I, I think, um, you know, overall, I think that they're kind of living up to what my expectations were for sure.
0: Now with the concussions, both Luke Falk and Rippon had, you know, same injury. Do you think it's just an issue with the hit or, or is it the turf that caused it, the concussion that and overall, what do you think about that?
1: Difficult to say, really, because Falk has had the same kind of issues where uh, I don't know if it's neck strength or whatnot, but anytime he gets hit, he's seen, his head seems to snap back and, and, and do all that. So I don't know if the I don't think it's a turf thing. I think actually the turf has probably been a lot better on concussions just because, uh, you know, it's made out of out of ground Nike's uh, sole shoes. And, uh, it, and it's a lot more, a lot more uh, forgiving than say when we played at uh, Joe Alby Stadium in Spokane, and it was just, uh, just yeah. carpet, carpet on top of cement. It felt like.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: that's not safe at all. No. <laughs>
0: um, but not at all, not at all. But uh, so we were saying earlier, Luke Falk wasn't playing his best game, and uh, Mike Leach took him out for at least, at least for one series. What do think, What do you think about that move?
1: I think it's a good move. I I think anytime you aren't playing up to your caliber or what we've come to expect, I think it's okay to take a step back, take a series off and really evaluate, okay, am I, am I checking down too much? Am I not, am I not throwing the ball down the field or taking shots? And obviously Boise state was, was, um, very similar to their approach and what WSU faced in Week One is that they they rushed four and they they dropped seven and when you drop seven into coverage you have to know you know exactly where everybody is and kind of change your offense to um, to to reflect that. Now if he wasn't if he wasn't checking to the right running plays if he wasn't uh, throwing the right throwing to the right people on the right routes uh, that's just that comes down to what the coaching you know just will, will pull you out and they'll say hey man you, you got to do better we, we expect more from you. And I think uh, hopefully, hopefully that got to him a little bit. And obviously, we didn't get to see it because he was only out for one series. Halinski so threw the interception. He comes back in and gets hurt, so Halinski uh, was forced to go back in. So hopefully, they'll be they'll be able to take a look at some tape and then see after two weeks of, of having facing the same style of defense and dropping seven, they'll be able to adjust for that and, and account for that in the future.
0: All right. Um, so Luke Falk and Rippin had not their games, to, you know, before they got hurt. Um, now, what do you think um, of – you were saying earlier, but, but what do you think about Zalemski as a long-term for next season and going forward for the, this program? I think it bodes well. And I think there's a couple other guys that are, that
1: are uh, coming into the program, and we've got a couple four-star guys in Connor Neville that's uh, redshirting this year um and then uh, obviously the future you don't really want to speculate on on who's coming in and, and whatnot in terms of 18 yeah. year old recruits being able to change their mind at the last minute but uh there's mm-hmm. there's the future the future is bright for the quarterback position i, I think in any leech offense you're going to have you're going to have that type of scenario where you've got as long as you can have one or two guys that can sling it i think the the future is bright you got two years of Halinsky after this and so uh you'd like to think that the, the results that he's already displayed last year and early this year are, are gonna be good enough to be able to carry us to success in the future too.
0: All right. Now was you state, um quarter, was it Kozart, the backup? Yes Kozart. Um what do you if you, that that pass you, you threw, that trail pass, what were you think on that play? That took six, six, six no, it, it was just a awful
1: throw. It was an awful throw, and I and I think obviously 99 times out of 100 you pull that pass back. But I think you know as any athlete will tell you, if they think they can make a play, they're going to try to make it. And he obviously thought he could make that shovel pass and and make something out of nothing. And uh, obviously it went the other way, and Palour took it to the house, and it changed the whole momentum of the ball game because you know they they uh, they could run a lot more clock. Uh, there and it obviously giving up the seven points just really hurt and may, forced them to to have to make some first downs and run out the clock and they just couldn't do that from there. I think they were a little shook um, after that, so it just was a uh,
0: very ill-advised. Absolutely, last couple of things I have for you. Um, so after after Washington State, WC was down um, big time in that game. They came back tied up, but overtime, what it like what? Um, do you make of the toughness of your boys in the Palouse to come back and, and win the game like that?
1: I think it's a total role, role reversal versus what we've had for the previous 10 years. And and obviously not mm-hmm. making bowl games and, and losing games to teams that you shouldn't necessarily lose to, you kind of develop a sense of, oh, here we go again. But we've really been mm-hmm. on on the trajectory of – of getting down in some games last year, I think Boise State was a prime example of that. We came back, fell a little bit short. Uh, Oregon State, the following, um, I think it was the following week, they they were down 24 to six at halftime and then came back and won it. So I, I think that they've they've they're kind of developing a mindset of hey, we may be down, but we're we're a quick score away from getting back into this. And uh, and I think that like, it boils down to coaching and and leadership because if you don't if you have a young team that can just be shell shocked uh you're never gonna you're never gonna see those types of games uh work out in your favor.
0: True. Now so what do you say did did the cooking cooking last night or Saturday night? They cooked it themselves.
1: Uh that's that's pretty much that. a curse word in, in my my mind, Oz uh Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh I don't I don't know if you want to be cursing <laughs> on your podcast or not, but you'll never hear me say that phrase. <laughs> uh and uh yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: Oh, okay. All right. No problem. Um, so, what do I have for you for you to go? Um, final thoughts, and again, also, pre- preview of this week's opponent of Oregon State Beavers coming to uh, Pullman.
1: Yeah, I guess final thoughts for the game would just include that uh, really, really proud of the the Cougs for for sticking with it, even though they were, were given you know no chance to, to really come out of there. Coming in with a backup quarterback, I think they were pretty energized themselves uh, to be able to mm-hmm. you know, pull a performance like that out, and the running backs didn't play well, the, the, the offensive line didn't play well. So you have you have some position groups that didn't play well, and if you can still pull out a victory in triple overtime, it, it builds more character. Uh, really excited for the future. And in terms of what we've got coming up this week at Oregon State, um, I believe the, mm-hmm. the power index gives WSU a ninety-three percent chance, almost a ninety-four percent chance of winning that matchup, which is yeah. I think more than they gave Boise State. Um, but yeah. This this actually this game actually scares me because Oregon State mm. comes in at one and at one and two, they've got one of my favorite running running backs who's not a Coug. His name is Ryan Nall. He uh, did not get the start last week, but I I really just uh, he's just one of those tough running backs. He's about six two and two thirty, and uh, just everything that you would want, just a gritty football player. Um, and I just I really enjoy him. But uh, of course they got out to a big lead last year and, and didn't uh, couldn't capitalize, and WSU came back and won. I'm sure they're going to be out for revenge mm-hmm. this year. Um, I look at uh, a few different things and obviously uh I think it's Gary Anderson. I want to say I keep wanting to say Gary yeah. Patterson. But Gary Gary Anderson's our coach comes from uh, Wisconsin after yeah. uh after being at Utah State. And I I got to think that he's wondering what the heck did I sign up for? I had Wisconsin and now I've got Oregon <laughs> State who is in a full rebuild and right. uh, so I think they've got some they've got some athletes, they've got some talent. Uh, and uh I just, but I, I really hope that WSU could take him to the woodshed early and often Luke get Luke gets back on track. The offensive line gets back mm-hmm. on track and we just kind of uh, choke this one out. They, uh, uh, you know, the time of possession, I think, is is really crucial, and WSU has really not done very well with that in the past. Uh, I was surprised mm-hmm. to see that WSU had the time of possession by uh, almost two minutes in the Boise State game, but I think that's going to be really key, is if we can get them off the field on third downs and then just keep uh, keep yeah. moving the chains uh, with big chunks, short chunks, and anything in between. What time is that game on Saturday? It's on 2:30, uh on uh which is really nice because – uh, home football games at WSU seem to have always fallen to, to the 7:30 time slot, which is really unfortunate for fans yeah. because uh, you know you've got that drive back to Spokane or Seattle, uh, or you can oh. pay exorbitant amounts to pay to to stay in Pullman if you if you want okay. to. They have hotels in
0: Pullman. They have I don't know if they have hotels in Pullman. I, I wasn't aware of that.
1: Oh yeah, oh, Ozzy. It's a uh, it's it's a it's a metropolis. Uh, <laughs> like, uh, like you wouldn't believe. It's it's growing. It's a vi- it's a vibrant community. Real estate is going up. Yeah. The coops are going up. Everything is
0: exciting. Go coops, huh? Go coops. <laughs> there you go. Uh, there you go. Um, one more time. Uh, plug your Twitter again, like last time, and uh, we'll get out of here. Yeah. Uh, to at two Scott to Trot. Um,
1: and uh, yeah, that's where you can find me.
0: Thanks. This was fun. Once again, this is Ozzy. This is Scott. Talk to you next time. Peace out. Sounds great. Th- thanks, Oz. No problem.